Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Ren Pod. It's me, uh, your main boy Morgan here, um, just chilling in my, my studio office space thing, um, and recording this episode for you. Uh, it's another episode where I'm on my own, so I mean, uh, some of you like those, some of you don't. Um, I still hope that you'll listen because that would be cool. Um, because I, I, I tend to like these because it feels like it's a time for us to uh, to bond. And, um, you know, where it's just me and you, you know, where we just it's just two pals talking. Maybe you're going to sleep. Maybe you're waking up. Maybe you're just chilling, doing some work or whatever. Uh, and you hear me talking to your ears. Um, so that's cool or not. I don't know how you feel, um, but I like it. So this week um, we're going to talk about. The Mandalorian season two, episode one, which we call chapter nine. Um, I know that by the time this goes up, there will already be chapter 10 will be out. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a non-spoiler and then a spoiler version of uh, of chapter nine of The Mandalorian. Um, and then we'll talk about the games that I'm playing right now. Um, and that you guys might want to play what I'm finding interesting, what I'm finding funny, what I, things that I like I'm watching or playing on Steam, whatever, with my friends um, for streams, for YouTube, whatever, for content. You know how it is. Um, we should probably talk about that first, actually. Then we'll get into The Mandalorian. And then after that, after we talk about The Mandalorian, we're going to talk about some movies and stuff, movies that I'm watching right now. Um, and then you guys can send me uh, by email, by DM on various platforms you can send me the movies and stuff that you're watching uh if you want to send it to me by email you can send it to the show's email which is renpodnetwork at gmail.com r-e-n-p-o-d-n-e-t-w-o-r-k at gmail.com or you can send it to me on the on the socials um all the links are in the description of this thing this podcast episode um or you can just find me on twitter at morgan l brooks on instagram at morgan l underscore brooks and on the tiktok twitch and youtube at hidden time lord h-i-d-d-e-n-t-i-m-e-l-o-r-d on the twitch tiktok and the youtubes um so yeah we'll talk about movies that i'm watching right now stuff that i'm finding funny stuff that i'm interested in stuff that you might be interested in um because we we, i mean we have a lot in common because you're listening to me talk every week uh and i'm enjoying talking to you every week so maybe you'll like these things um or maybe you won't and then we'll get a good discussion going we'll get a good back and forth uh and that builds friendship it's bonding right there um and then you know i'll give you the recommendations that i have for this week um which will be a song and then a show uh or an artist maybe who's to say uh but there will be something with music and something with television for the recommendations this week and then uh you know i mean it'll be what it is won't it (laughs) at the end of that uh at the end of this episode um so yeah sit back relax uh i'm chilling and then next week we'll be back with uh with braulio we'll be talking um some some sweet wholesome news on the uh in the comic book movie world we'll be talking some um some shows some movies uh some some interesting stuff but this week it's just me and it's just you and we're gonna chill with that so let's just jump right into it to quote philip defranco every day of uh the last decade for me um <clears throat> so games that i'm playing right now and games that i'm watching games what you know what i mean video games uh games that i'm playing right now i'm actually playing monster prom 2 uh monster camp that's what i'm playing right now uh it's a game that is uh it's a dating sim actually but it's very funny um in the terms of like it's it's based around monsters so vampires werewolves all this type of stuff where it's a comedy game where the goal isn't re- like it's kind of like it is to get a date but it's mainly to mess with your friends that's like the main goal of the game <laughs> like especially in the sequel like the first one was pretty much just to win and my goal in the game was not to get a date to prom, but instead to try and steal my friends' dates to prom. Like, my friends would, like... I always had a, a choice of mine. There's also, like, secret characters and all that type of stuff that you can go for. Um, and I was a big proponent of that. 
but I think everyone I knew wanted to go for poly. So what I would do is it's a multiplayer game as well. It's a multiplayer game. I don't know if I mentioned that. I didn't. Uh, so what I would do is while playing the game, I would try and outdo them in stats and then just try and defeat them and win Polly's affections because that's funny to me. Um, <laughs> that makes me sound like a psychopath. I'm not. Uh, but I, I just find it funny. Um, and it, I think it provided a good back and forth when we were playing the game because it gives you a, that sense of like tension, a little bit of sense of like competition. Um, and it's very funny to like, you know, this girl is, is you know, she's into both of us. So we're just, we're, I just, I like her more in the game than them because, <laughs> because they like her. I don't know. It's funny. I just feel like that's what the character in the game would do. Um, in real life, I'm very much not like that. I'm very much like a root my friends on from the sidelines and do everything I possibly can to help them, even if it's detrimental to myself. Um in my relationship or with my relationship to other people, I've bowed out of so many, so many relationships for the sake of my friends. And it is very stressful. Um, uh, what else? Yeah. So monster prom Two, monster camp kind of takes that up a notch in the, in like the multiplayer aspect of it. Um, and the, and the joking aspect of it, I think where, like playing it with other people is very fun. Like it's really fun because uh, it kind of has a better quiz thing that doesn't oftentimes overlap you onto the same character um, in the game. So it becomes much more of an active choice for me to try and steal <laughs> my friend's dates. But it does um, it does kind of look at your answers and does pair you with uh, the character that the game deems would be right for you uh and i think that's a very interesting mechanic i mean it's not a new mechanic in any way shape or form um but i think it's interesting i think it's funny i like it i like the game uh, i also like the development team a lot uh it's produced by jesse cox um who's very uh, very popular youtube personality who i i follow he's also the one of the hosts along with alex fasciani and um Davis from the Warp Zone. I believe it's Davis. Um, I'm so sorry. I don't remember your name right now. I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're the hosts of the Star Wars New Canon Book Club, which I quite enjoy listening to quite often um, because it's good to get my rage about Star Wars out um, with people other than my friend who I DM constantly about it uh, to yell about. Um, and then we yell back and forth about how much we hate <laughs> the sequel trilogy <laughs> and the prequel trilogy <laughs> and a lot of the now canon stuff. Um, so, yeah, so he's one of the hosts of that and he's a very popular YouTube personality who um, who I quite enjoy watching. I've been watching him for quite a while. He also he also hosts um, the Cox and Crendor in the morning podcast, I believe, um, with Crendor, where they do the a lot of like if you've ever seen the Florida man animated shorts on YouTube, uh, that's usually like from audio clips of their show. So, you know, they uh, he's very good at what he does. He's very funny. Um so if you have, I mean, if you haven't heard him, go check him out uh, because he's very funny. He's a very funny guy. And he he produced this game. So you can tell a lot of like the humor. Uh, a lot of the humor comes from uh, people that he very much hangs out with and, and is very similar in, in humor styles. Um, and it's very similar to like the humor that I have as well. So it's uh, I think it's a good fit. Um, but it has a lot of people as voice actors who are very, you know, very popular, very awesome, very cool. Um, Aaron Hansen voices a character. Jack Septicai voices a character. Um, Erica Ishii voices a character. Uh, a lot of people who are really cool um, and really like a Christina V. It voices like several characters, including um, the waifu that I ended up getting in the game. Uh, Joy Johnson, Jojima. Jo I can't talk tonight. Um in the game she's you know she voices several characters um 
and is very cool. It's very cool. I'm, I'm a very big fan of all of those people from various tabletop RPG stuff, D&D things, uh, Vampire the Masquerade, um, the Power Rangers RPG that Hyper RPG did. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. So yeah, that's the main game that I'm playing right now. Uh, I'm also playing Among Us, um, like everyone else on the planet. Uh, I find that Among Us and Fall Guys, Fall Guys especially, Fall Guys has kind of fallen off, no pun intended, um, in the last like few weeks. But Among Us has like maintained steam for me uh, and kind of maintained this popularity, it seems. Um it started off pretty slow. Like I think fall guys kind of, it, it definitely like took off faster than among us. Like it, it was, it was at prominence, like almost immediately the second it came out, right? Like the low, uh, the low cost of entry, the low, uh, graphics necessities and all this type of stuff really facilitated like everyone playing fall guys initially. And then their very good marketing pushes really kept it going. Um, but I mean, as, as time kind of went on, especially recently, I think Fall Guys kind of simmered out a little bit. And now Among Us is really picking up steam um, because it's such a it's a very fun party game. It's a very fun streaming game. Like you're you're playing if you're playing with like other streamers or other people who are who are recording. Um, it's very fun to get to, you know, you get a lot of good, uh, a lot of good fun arguments between friends. How many times have I said fun? How many? <laughs> uh, you get into a lot of cool uh, situations um, in the game. And it brings out a level of strategy and, you know, it's all those types of stuff that, that we want in our video games. You want strategy, you want arguments, you want competition uh, because that creates fun content. And I think that's, uh, I think the loop, the content loop really picked up among us more than it did Fall Guys after a certain amount of time. Um, especially with like AOC playing it. I think that really gave a big boost logic hopping on the, the massive popularity that corpse has had in, uh, in, in the recent weeks and recent months, which is very like kudos to him. I mean, seriously, like big ups, dude, big ups. Um, and you know, offline TV, that whole crew, uh, they keep playing it. Um, so, you know, the, the massive influx of like, really big names who are joining Twitch and they're playing among us because it's something that is so simple. Um, it's something that's easy to catch on to. It's something to get really get people into gaming or to continue their gaming and really get them into streaming. I think that's part of why it became really popular. Um, it incentivizes you to, uh, to join up with a crew of other streamers, you know? So that kind of like, that I mean, that kind of camaraderie gets built on that in that type of game and stuff like that. So I think that's uh, I think that helps to lend to why exactly it's become this uh, this powerhouse of gaming. Plus, it's an extremely cheap game and it's very fun. Said it again. Um, beyond that, I'm I'm playing FIFA or not FIFA uh, F1 F1 2020 because i enjoy racing games i don't know if i've mentioned this before um but i enjoy racing games a lot i also enjoy racing things in real life i i enjoy mostly cars like let's be honest mostly cars i enjoy racing cars um legally of course uh <clears throat> i just really i enjoy uh driving fast <laughs> probably too much but i enjoy it um so when racing games come out that are very good uh i immediately buy them so that does not include nascar i'm sorry to all you nascar fans out there that also does not include most need for speed games um sorry to all you need for speed game fans out there i was a big fan of need for speed underground 2 and need for speed hot pursuit to a certain degree i'm a big fan of forza i'm a big fan of uh to what's the the one with captain falcon in it uh which i forget the name at the moment i'm a very big fan of those uh i'm not a big fan of um I'm not a big fan of like certain like the latest Need for Speed game. I'm not a fan of NASCAR because of one very particular thing. It's the the blur, like the motion blur around the car. Um, 
which anybody who's played these games probably knows what I'm talking about. But when you are playing games that don't get speed right and they attempt to make the car look like it's going fast by just blurring everything around it to a sickening degree, like just you can't tell what's what. Um, it really takes me out of the game because, I mean, if you're driving a car at hypothetically, let's say someone were driving a car at 100 miles an hour, you can still see like what's going on around you if you're, you know, it's like if you're good, you're like and I'm sure if you're not good, like if you focus, you can just you everything kind of slows down for a bit and you can tell what's going on around you. Um and yeah, things do whiz by very quickly, but as long as you're present in that moment and don't 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 drive at 100 miles an hour. Don't do that. Don't at all. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, drive at the speed limit. <laughs> do that. Drive at the speed limit. Be safe. Um, unless you're a professional, in which case do it on a closed track. Uh, or unless you're with a professional, in which case do it on a closed track. Do not do it with other people. That is public endangerment, and that is not safe. Um, but if you're on a closed track or whatever, you know, if you're on a closed stretch of road and you have permission and you happen to be going that speed, if you focus and you're just present in that in that moment, you can kind of pay attention. But a lot of games, when they want you to think that something is moving fast, they just make every make the surroundings incomprehensible into this just massive blur in an effort to make it just seem faster and all that does is just make you disoriented and it makes the game not as fun <laughs> you know and then they just go well let's just loosen the controls because that's how a car works and it's like that's not how a car works at all um even if you're going fast if you're in a precision vehicle that is made for going fast you're not just all of a sudden slipping across the road like no like you're still going to have traction you're still going to have grip on the road you're still going to have aerodynamics that keep your car to the ground you know like you're not just flying all over the road i'm looking at you need for speed okay i'm looking at you yeah you're not just flying all over the road with every slight movement of the joystick no like that's the point of making your car aerodynamic that's the point of it that's the point of spoilers that's the point of having special tires as point of lowering suspension is to increase traction on the road thus making it easier to grip and thus making it harder for your car to flip and or slide while you're going at fast speeds so do not under any circumstance come to me and say oh well you pull the joystick even slightly now your car is going to fly into a building over a park <laughs> Because that's how fast cars move. No, it's not. I've been in a fast car. <laughs> Your racing game. Act like it. Sorry. I got a little heated. I'm sorry. Um, let me calm down. I'm calming down. Let me calm down. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. That's just the main thing about that. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm a big fan of racing games. I'm also a big fan of simulator games. Um, I have not been playing any simulator games right now. I really want to get into Origin, I believe it's called, or Ancestors Origin, um, or Origin Ancestors, something like that. It's on Steam. Uh, I'm waiting for my new PC to come in. Um, I have an upgraded PC coming in pretty soon, like within a couple of weeks or so. So I'm waiting for that to come in, and then I'm going to start recording um, the gameplay for that. So look out for that. That'll be coming soon. I'm just waiting for this thing to come in, and then we'll get started on that. So that and a few other games, like a lot of other games, uh, I'm going to start recording the thing. So watchdogs, all the type of stuff. Um, so I'm just waiting for this new PC to come in because it's an upgrade over my current PC, uh, which is a very good workhorse. She's a good workhorse, but she's not uh, She's not m mad graphics card friendly. So I'm going to have the 3070s or maybe a 3080. I think I'm getting a 3080. Um, so I'm going to have the 3080. I'm going to have the 4K60 graphics capture, all this type of stuff, you know. So, uh, yeah. So don't you worry. Stuff is coming out. But yeah, I'm a big fan of simulator games. I'm a big fan of like um, management games. 
in a way like i like a good like like uh what's that new the new like empire game or something where it's like uh you build a little little town and then eventually a kingdom and it's just that's it it's just a simulator um where you just build a town like i'd love for there to be one for like i get that everyone's like really obsessed with like european culture and stuff and like the middle ages and knights and all that but i really want one for like the pacific islands for like hawaii and and stuff like that and even for just like native american nations like just indigenous nations aboriginal stuff like that i just really want one for that because it's such an interesting uh concept that no one has explored except in like oh you put stick together (laughs) you know like no one's explored it there's so much to do there's so many like there's so much mythology and stuff um and i'd really like to play that and a lot of other people would like to play that um from what i can gather from my many conversations uh with um with my brethren um so yeah i really like to play that type of stuff but i do enjoy simulators and stuff like that um so i'm uh, i've not been able to get into one as of yet uh as i'm waiting but i have bought it i bought it and it's waiting to be played i'm just waiting for the pc to come in so that i can play it without my computer exploding um so yeah uh mandalorian i know this is what you guys have been waiting for i'm sorry i'm sorry i got off into video games i'm so sorry um but i know this is what you guys have been waiting for so let's let's talk about the mandalorian season two episode one titled chapter nine so we're going to start off with a non-spoiler and then i will there will be time codes in the the thing so you'll know what time to go to to uh to skip to spoilers and even to just skip ahead to this conversation there will be uh things so that you can do whatever you want that is up to you um yeah so non-spoilers of this of this topic and eventually down the line i believe once uh, a couple weeks from now um i'm gonna talk to braulio will will throw in his two cents he's saving up every few episodes to watch in like clusters that's how he likes to do it i'm trying to be good i'm trying to be a good boy and uh and watch episode by episode the way that uh the, the mouse overlord intended but he's clustering them um so every few weeks you'll hear uh, his opinion on it um when he catches up so next week you'll probably hear his opinion on episodes one and two as well as my opinion on episode two and then the week after that you'll probably uh won't hear anything uh and then the week after that you'll hear our episodes on our thoughts on episodes three and four and then eventually we'll just talk about what we felt about the whole season. Um, so don't you worry. We'll talk about them all. Um, it just may be a little bit sporadic. Uh, but don't you worry. It'll be there eventually because we love you. Um, so, yeah, chapter nine. The The first thing that I really want to want to say about this is like the fact that they called it chapter nine says so much about this season and about this story um uh, oftentimes we skip over what the title of something means in like cinematically um or thematically whatever you want to say when it comes to a piece of art um whether that be like a painting or a picture or a movie a television show whatever uh, or a song or however it is um the title of an episode or of a show itself uh it depicts your framing of whatever you're about to view right like it, it's it frames what you're about to see and puts it into your head so that you have context for what's going to happen right so calling a chapter nine to me stands out because it's saying the mandalorian chapter nine as if this is all one continuous book it's not broken up by season the story is continuous the story is um is one flowing narrative that doesn't end just because a season ends right just because um what traditionally would be the end of a storyline would be the end of of a narrative um in this show it's not gonna stop there right that's what that that's what i initially think when when they title season two episode one chapter nine right like it's continuation from last season um 
which the last episode, of course, of season one was called Chapter 8. So that's an issue, I think, right? So in complete non-spoilers, let's talk about this first, right? So Mando, we're going to try and stick to as non-spoilery as possible for season one as well. That way, um, Justin, although if you're like, if you're here, you've probably watched season one. But if you haven't, I'm not going to try and I'm not going to ruin it in the non-spoiler section. In the spoiler section, we will. Who boy, it's going to be like like tomatoes at a at the Apollo Theater in here. All right. There's going to be spoils all over the place. Right. But this is non-spoiler. So Mando, of course, is going through a lot of things. <laughs> it's a good show. It's a solid episode. There's not much you can say non-spoilery without ruining everything right so but what i can say is it was solid there were there were a lot of uh, a lot of little easter eggs for star wars fans to enjoy um and i i mean it makes me excited to see the rest of the season it makes me excited to um continue watching this show and um i mean it's very sorry i'm messing with my headphones uh because things are wacky i have a lot of hair right now is is everywhere um so that's what happens um and it's it's very uh what was i saying makes me very excited to uh see where this story is going where these characters end up because the character growth that this show does is some of the best i would say of almost any streaming show like that's not a you know that's not to disparage any other show but the slow um the slow narrative structure uh where it takes the time to really flesh out characters and really flesh out uh themes really speaks to me i guess and maybe that's uh maybe that's a personal thing um well, I mean, is I mean, clearly it's not because it's a very popular show. So clearly, a lot of people also feel that way. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's. I had a conversation earlier, uh, earlier today about cooking, um, where I was talking about it and I said, "Well, cooking is more like a. It's a form of self-expression, right?" And then another person disagreed with that, and they were like, "No, it's, it's not. That's not what it's about." And I was like, "Well, you know, to me, it is, right." Like to me, cooking is is a form of uh, sharing myself with others, right? And all art is like that, you know. Um, when I when I make a, a short film or when I make when I write a script or write a book or write a song or whatever, I'm sharing a piece of myself um, with you, the person listening or watching that thing or reading that thing. And I would hope that you are taking that piece of me in and um and thinking about it and thinking about how that that piece is affected by uh i don't know by by the world and how you relate to that piece and whatever right and i think that's uh that's a lot of what the mandalorian does is it shares a very big chunk of not just John Favreau who created the show um and directed this episode here and and um I believe episode 1 and 2 of season 1 but it shares a lot about its writers room and it shares a lot about um its its directors of every episode like the the changes in thematic elements the changes in um even just the way that scenes are shot and dialogue is played off of each other um with the changes in episodes, it it shares a lot about who's directing it. You can tell that Taika Waititi directed the episode he directed, right? Just from the way that people talk, just from the way that people walk, just from the way that people look, right? Just from the way that the shots are put together, right? You can tell because he has a very distinctive style because he shares himself and he puts himself in everything he does, right? And it's the same with John Favreau. That's why Iron Man One became extremely popular, is because John Favreau puts himself into everything he does, right? And you can tell it. That's why I love Chef so much. I love that movie so much. It's one of my favorite movies. I love the Chef show so much. It's one of my favorite shows to watch on Netflix, um, because you can tell the authenticity, like the rawness and the realness of uh, of him. And that's you know that's 
as as artists and as writers and as whatever musicians whatever you may be even if it's even if you're an accountant you know the the strive to be authentic is never ending i think with everybody um with every person we all striving to be authentic and i think oftentimes we go about it the wrong way as of late right um because social media in general has definitely um boosted this idea that authenticity should look a certain way right that authenticity should still look um fun and should still look flashy uh i don't know if that's the right way to say it but you know um that even while being authentic you should still somehow be an exaggerated form of yourself um and that's not to flame anybody of course like i deal with it everybody deals with it i'm i deal with it now like even like talking um like this like i'm I'm thinking of my words and i'm thinking of what to say and i'm trying to be the most authentic me that i can possibly be um while still maintaining a level of entertainment you know um because I think, you know, I, I oftentimes think that I'm funny, but I don't know. You guys might not think I'm funny at all, you know. Um, and oftentimes I think I'm not funny. I don't know. It, it just depends, right? But I don't just want this to be another podcast, you know. And I don't want my videos to just be, you know, videos from a guy on the internet. You know, there's ten, there's 4 billion hours of video on YouTube like every minute or whatever, right? And there's tens of millions of guys with videos on the internet right there's hundreds of thousands of streamers who just you know yell really loud and you know do that type of stuff you know there's literally millions of musicians and millions of actors and millions of all these types of things right and i don't just want to be another face in the crowd right i want you to listen to this i want you to watch and watch uh my videos i want you to to tune into my streams i want you to listen to my music and i want you to to feel something i want you to feel um for a second for a minute for an hour um i want you to be inside my head you know and and feel to some degree what it's like to feel like me authentically not not hidden behind some you know some instagram post you know not uh not faking it not um not exaggerating something like if i'm you know if i'm bored uh then i try not to be bored you know like if i if i'm um you know if, if i'm if i'm feeling crappy that day usually i'll say something right like i'll post something on twitter and be like oh god <laughs> Like, it's insane out here today. Like, it's crazy. And I don't tweet often because I don't, you know, oftentimes I'm not doing anything. I'm just writing. I'm not going to tweet like, oh, I'm writing. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not going to do that. That's insane. Um, but, but yeah, you know, that's why I don't use Instagram all the time because I'm not going places all the time. Usually I'm at home playing music. That's me. That's that's it. I work on music all day. I don't party. I don't do a lot. Like I party. And when I party, I, I party. But like I don't do that all the time. Right. Like I'm at home working on scripts and like doing work <laughs> because I'm trying to like do this. You know, like I want you to have things to listen to. And that means I have to work on it <laughs> and write stuff and rewrite it because I am a perfectionist and I hate everything I make. <laughs> for a while until i can just force myself to stop rewriting it and actually make it you know and then i still i i you know i don't know you're your own worst critic that's i think that's what i'm saying and you can and i got into this because uh because i was talking about directors and putting themselves into their art right so yeah you can tell you can feel it but yeah, let's get into the spoiler aspect of this so that I can talk to uh, talk about it in depth. And uh, this is your chance while I'm talking now to go and watch the episode and come back. Uh, and then you will know what I'm talking about and you'll be involved in the discussion more and you'll feel what I mean. You'll feel it. Um, so yeah, I'll give you 10 seconds now. 10, 
a nine, a eight, a seven, a six, a five, a four, a three, a two, a skilly doo bop, a one. And uh, now we're in spoilers. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said skilly doo bop. I don't know what I don't know what's going on with me tonight. Things are wacky, man. Um. So yeah, now we're in spoilers. So this episode. Who else thought that old boy was uh was Boba Fett for a hot second? Like for a hot second, when I saw that armor come through the door, when dude, okay, okay, let's say, hold on, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning, right? So, Mando is like, hey, I'm looking for other Mandalorians, right? Like I got the baby, I got the kid with me, the child. Everyone called him Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's adorable. We know he's not a Yoda. We know we know that's not the name of the of the you know the of the people that Yoda is, that Yoda RB. <laughs> Uh, they don't have a name. I know people call them like tetradactyls or whatever, um, or tridactyls or whatever because of the whole feet thing. Um, but I know they don't have a name, so that's why everybody just calls them Yodas because they don't have a name because they're old as dust. You know what I mean? Like they're older than dust, bro. Um, so they don't have a name. But he's like, I have the child, I have the baby Yoda with me. Look how adorable he is. Um, he's still just as cute as he was in season one. Everybody, you know. I was very surprised by like how little they actually showed Baby Yoda in this episode, like realistically, um, because usually like season one, they were like trying to sell us on Baby Yoda like they that thing was in like every shot. <laughs> and this this episode is like he was there like he, you felt his presence because he was there um, and they would cut back to him every now and then because it's like, hey, this dude's a dad. And like when you're a parent, like every now and then you just like clock your kids like i'm not a dad but i'm an uncle so every now and then i just like if i'm around my nieces and uh or like you know my friend's kids or whatever um because that's just like who i am like my brain is geared to like making sure that everybody is okay around me every now and then i'll just clock to make sure they're not like running in traffic you know (laughs) i've been doing that since i was a kid like if i was around like my younger cousins like and we were playing somewhere like every now and then I would just look around to like visually confirm that none of them were playing in traffic. Just be like, OK, everyone's alive. All right, cool. <laughs> and then I go back to like playing with blocks or whatever. I, don't know. I didn't play with blocks. I played video games and like Power Rangers. I don't know. Um, and I thought I made like short films. That was most of my thing. Actually, I just made short films and rolled around like James Bond because uh, I was like making I was playing James Bond in the short film, so I would run around like James Bond. Um, back to the topic at hand. Uh, so Mando is at the seedy underground fight thing where I didn't see John Leguizamo in there, but I know he guest starred. So I think he was in there somewhere, but I didn't see him. I need to rewatch it to confirm visually that he was there. But Mando shows up with the kid, which is don't bring your kid to a seedy underground boxing match. But whatevs, like he did it because he's a single dad and single dad life is tough, bro. Um, so he shows up with the child. I don't mean that sarcastic. I mean that like literally it's very tough. Um, <clears throat> but uh, he brings the kid to a CD underground boxing match and he meets up with this gangster. And he's like, yo, dude, I'm looking for Mandos. Like, like I'm, I'm just got here to England and I'm looking for Mandos, bro. I hear they got the chicken. I hear they have this good stuff. I Where's the Mandos at? And the dude's like, I think you're looking for Nandos, but I ain't never seen no Mandos, bro. <laughs> That's, I don't know. I'm not funny. I don't know why. <laughs> I make myself giggle. Um. So, yeah. So he's looking for more Mandos because he wants to get the child. He's continuing his quest from last season to get the child back to his people. So he can figure out, like, where does he go? And let's put the baby there so I can get rid of it finally. Um, Because I still don't want it. Wolf and cub style. Um, So the guy, of course, is a trap because that's what you do. It's Admiral Akbar styles. You know what I mean? It's Star Wars. Akbar's soul lives within everything, uh, even though he's dead. R.I.P. Akbar. Um, So, you know, it's always a trap. Dude thinks he's got the jump on Mando. Mando kicks some serious hiney, um, kicks some butt, dude, and then uh, lock ties dude up to like a light pole, <laughs> and gets the information out of him, and then just leaves him to die. He just he just goes, "Hey, I won't kill you by my hand, bro. <laughs> that don't mean anything about these rabid alley dogs who are going to eat your soul, bro." Um, 
then he heads off to my least favorite Star Wars planet, Tatooine. It, I, dude, I hate going to Tatooine. I hate it. Every single thing that Star Wars makes always has to go to Tatooine. Why? Why can we not get away from this planet? Like, I get it. I get sand. Yes, sand. It's coarse. It's rough. It gets everywhere. Like, I get it. Earth has limitations um, of where you can film and what you can do. I get it. And it is very annoying when they just make another desert planet and then they call it Tatooine. But like, have you seen Florida, though? Like, just go film in Florida for like three days, man. Like, there's so many different insane biomes on the planet. Like, go to South America, film in the jungle, bro. Like, there's so many things to like the rainforest bro like just go somewhere else (laughs) i'm sick of tattooing i don't want to see tattooing again i don't want to see tattooing for like 30 years like if we can go like a solid 20 to 30 years without me seeing tattooing i might actually feel something the next time i see it (laughs) but as of right now i am dead inside every single time someone mentions tattooing Every single time they go, oh, it's not Tatooine, it's Jakku. It's Tatooine, bro. It's Tatooine, but they put like a new Valorant skin on it, dude. (laughs) You just got an op and then put a new skin on it. It's Tatooine. Don't try and fool me with your fancy language. (laughs) Jakku. Get out of here, dude. Um... So yeah, he goes back to Tatooine and we see a little bit of character growth at the end of the season one where he uh, takes off his mask and and, uh, an old boy robot saves him. Droid, I know it's a droid. Old boy droid saves him and and it's the only thing to see his face since he was a child. We see a little bit of growth because uh, he shows up, old lady babysitter um, is like, hey, I love the baby. And also, what's up, dude? How you doing? Where you been? I see you ain't killed this kid yet um, with your negligent parenting skills. And he goes... Hey, yeah, let the droids look over my ship. And she's like, oh, snap, he likes droids now, right? Like, we see a little bit of character growth there. Mando's opening up. He's becoming a little bit softer. He's liking droids. Like, he's he's a little bit cool right now, right? And he goes off. He's looking for Mando's. And she's like, hey, this port is off on, like, the other side of the world or whatever. And he heads off and looking because that's what you do in Star Wars. You drive on a speeder bike <laughs> to some middle of nowhere moss whatever um which is just moss eisley but it looks like a western town it looks like arizona (laughs) looks like any town in arizona um i remember going to tombstone arizona it looked exactly like the town from mando (laughs) i was like oh this is all right this is exactly what i'm assuming the old west was except with less ladies of the night (laughs) um so yeah uh he goes over there and we he walks into a bar. That's the start of a bad joke. Mandalorian walks into a bar. Um, and that old boy is like, the sheriff is a Mandalorian, and it's just a dude in Boba Fett's armor. And I was like, yo, like they just confirmed that Boba Fett's dead <laughs> in like in like the the skeeziest way. Like no no funeral for Boba Fett, man. No funeral for Boba Fett. No acknowledgement for Boba Fett. No like, hey, we miss you, Boba. Like you were, you were the real one. You were the homie, dude. Nah, just he got murdered by that Sarlacc. He didn't live. This is a new canon, son. That Legends crap can get out of here. That's his armor on this guy. <laughs> no legs though. No legs. Just the chest and the the thing. That's the only thing that survived. Um, which brings into question Sarlacc digestion. If I'm gonna be completely honest with you, how did the Jawas get it? Did one of them jump in there? Did the Sarlacc like split spit it up? Like did did Boba Fett escape the Sarlacc pit and then die in the desert because it's tattooing and then the Jawas came upon his body and then stripped it of parts as Jawas do as they are evil little gremlins? <laughs> um, you know, so then, of course, Mando is very upset. Uh, because as you would be some dudes rocking around in like your ancestral armor, dude, I get mad when I go to museums. <laughs> I'm like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> Who's making money off this? This is messed up. So of course he's angry, which is understandable. Whatevs, dude. Um, and he agrees, you know, it's, it's a very old West movie style. Um, he agrees to help the town in exchange for the armor back. And then, you know, he goes, they meet up with the, uh, with the Tuscan Raiders, which I don't know if they, someone let me know if the Tuscan Raiders have like an actual, actual name. Um, because I know like, like, Oh God, I hate the name, but like, you know, I know that Anakin called them 
sand people. Um, and all of us called them sand people for a very long time until we found out they were called Tuscan Raiders. Um, but now they're just called Tuscan Raiders. But I like, do they have like an actual, actual name? Like, is there like a thing? Let me know. Send me, uh, send me the answer to that. Um, so yeah, they meet up with them. They have a little conversation. Um, we knew initially that Mando was fluent in their language, but now we get even more reinforcement as he is able to like conceptualize stuff and he's just having full-blown conversations. He's negotiating all these types of things. Um, and it's really cool to see. Uh, it's really cool to see. It's very reminiscent of like old school Westerns um, where you'd have that character that knew how to speak, you know, Apache or something or Navajo um, and would communicate with uh, with the nations to help out the town. And they learn, you know, they have a common enemy. They want to come together uh, and they're trying to fight the big dragon beast that lives in the cave. Right. Of course, you have the the thinly veiled allegory for prejudice on the hand of the sheriff. Um, both sides, of course, don't get along for one reason or another. You know, the sheriff is saying, well, they attacked our town. And the, the Tuscan Raiders are saying, well, you you know, you're stealing food, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, very, very, very human concept uh, that doesn't I don't think the allegory will ever be stale, unfortunately, uh, you know. Um, it's a very unfortunate thing, but I don't think it'll ever, ever, ever not be relevant. <clears throat> so they, um, you know, so they band together with a very tenuous piece, um, and they, uh, they go off to, uh, to fight the thing. And this is where like, I was noting stuff down and I was like, yo, they just sacrificing dudes. <laughs> Like, like that dude definitely wasn't like the first guy to get like eaten by that dragon. Like they knew, like they just told these dudes like, yo, take the cow out there. And then the thing will eat the cow. And then the thing would never eat the cow is what I'm surmising here. Cause that thing went straight for that guy. Like, is that like, is that how they do it? Like they just trick you. They just go, yo, take that cow out there and the thing will eat the cow. And then you'll get to come home. And then you just don't like, is that how it is? Like, does all your friends are just like, yeah, go ahead, Greg, go ahead. Take the cow over there, Greg. You'll come home to your family. Don't you worry. And then, like, how do you vote for that? Who decides which Greg goes? You know, like, is it like, do you are you like, hey, I really like Greg's wife. We got to vote Greg. Greg is sus, bro. Greg is like, is it an Among Us game? Are they like Greg sus? Vote Greg out. Tell Greg to take the cow. <laughs> like, how long before you realize that, like, this thing doesn't eat the cows? This thing definitely eats Greg's. <laughs> Right. Um, that's all that I was like. I was I was looking at that. And I was like, that's insanity. It's insanity that no one has stopped this thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, that. <laughs> um, yeah. So they go off and they're there. They have this big plan. And oh, we finally get to see Boba Fett's little rocket launcher thing actually be used. And no longer just be like a cool little accessory that he's had for 30 years, 30 odd years. You know, like that's really cool. Um, we get to see it twice in this episode, and that's really awesome. Um, and I hope that maybe because Mando seems to be incorporating a bunch of different stuff from Mandalorian lore into his armor. I really hope he incorporates that because that's just like a game ender. Like that was awesome. <laughs> that was just a game ender like two times in this whole episode. He was like, yo launched <laughs> like you think you're messing with me let me show you something launched bro <laughs> so that was really cool um yeah and then they go off they fight the bad boy uh the town and the and the tuscan raiders they join together uh a lot of people get eaten a lot of people get acid spitted acid acid chunks chunks get blown of acid all over people's bodies and they disappear like they immediately melt like it's insane like they're just gone dude they're just gone like it's crazy um and i'd love to see like the anatomy of that uh of the cave dragon of like the big cave dragon thing from this episode like because that like the the amount of like acid that would have to be held in a pouch and like the you know um in like the glands right underneath the throat that connects like it's, it's a lot of you know um it's really cool but like spitting lizards and stuff like that like it's clearly modeled after them um but i'd love to like crack one of those open that'd be awesome um 
so yeah mando gets the the same idea that drax from guardians of the galaxy gets where he's like i'm gonna kill her from the inside but i'm gonna explode it because i'm wearing beskar armor and nothing can kill me i'm impervious you know and he gets eaten with the cow and although i don't know if you really need the cow to honestly in that plan i think that cow could have lived if i'm gonna be completely honest with you but i get the cow had like a it, it was like oh yeah it was bomb cow it was bomb cow um so yeah he didn't eat the cow bomb cow and he survives everybody survives and mando goes and uh gets the armor back then you know kind of has to keep searching for he makes some friends um but he has to keep searching for uh for more of the coverts and more mandos so he can figure out where the baby goes where the child goes and he can send it home and that is uh (laughs) that's this episode's spoilers um as far as discussions go i think this this episode is like really interesting on concepts i think that's what it is it's really interesting on concepts and it's very much a uh, setup episode for a season right like the concepts in this episode aren't anything new it's all stuff that we've seen in old westerns it's all stuff that we've seen in books it's all stuff that we've seen before even in star wars but the way that they do it and the way that they're expanding this world and expanding the lore of of Mandalorians and John Favreau's incorporation of like minor details from like legends and lore is what separates this show from any other Star Wars content and makes it better, like elevates it. Um, I mean, I'm excited to see what they do with it. But like the way that they um the way that they just kind of were like, yo, Boba's dead, man. Boba Fett's dead, dude. <laughs> like, whatever. We'll just get that out of the way. Boba Fett's dead, bro. <laughs> and that guy, that guy was a chump. Like, what? Like, dude who's wearing Boba Fett's armor? Like, that's the chumpiest dude I've ever seen. Like, you ran, bro? <laughs> like, bro, if you're going to die, like, I don't know why I became real bro-ish just then. I don't know why I'm saying bro so much. Um, But yeah, that guy. (laughs) So yeah, that was a very long uh, recap almost. Recap and and talk about that. I really like those concepts that they've laid down in this uh, for this season. And I'm really interested to see what happens. And I really want it to 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 go in certain ways that I want it to go. And next week, I'm really excited to talk kind of theories um, with you guys that I have for The Mandalorian Season 2. So, movies that I'm watching this week. Um, Much like every weekend, uh, it's a lot of rom-coms because I find those funny. Um, And I find them very predictable and I enjoy learning how to write certain things. Like, I'm not good at writing romance, so I've been watching them to study and like learn how to do that like like i can i can write mystery like it's what i do i always write mystery i've always written adventure i've always written action um but uh i've never really been able to write romance it's not something i've been able to do um and i've always written comedy as well so i like to i like to watch it so i can study it and learn how to do it um because I think that's a I think that's a cool aspect to a lot of stories um, is the is a romantic aspect. And that's something that uh, I have not been able to incorporate into a lot of my stories effectively. If you ask me, I'm sure other people think that it's fine, but like I want to incorporate it better. So, um, yes, yeah, so I've been watching a lot of rom coms. Um, I've been watching uh, some more Rick and Morty because I can't stop myself. <laughs> Um, because they're like, ah, whatever. Like, I'll, like if I'm going to throw something on late at night, like I'll throw on Rick and Morty, um, or I'll throw on a rom-com. So I'm about to start watching, um, what is it? Uh, freaking Rapture, Rapture Hell or whatever on HBO Max. All right. Um, with Anna Kendrick. It's got Anna Kendrick in it. It's not HBO Max. Rapture something. Rapture Palooza. That's what it is brain fart um yeah so 
I'm, I'm about to start watching that. Um, I've been watching Heartbreakers. I think Braulio mentioned it last week on the show. I watched it. Good movie. Really good movie. Oh, I forgot how good that movie was. Like, oh my goodness. Like, I think I saw it years ago, but I hadn't thought about it in so long. And then I just like, I rewatched it. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this movie's so good. <laughs> Like it moves fast, but it's really good. Um, so yeah, been watching that. Um, been watching sports movies as well, and Bennett's War again. I've been watching Bennett's War again as well because I'm a big, I'm a big motocross guy, um, big X Games guy. Period. Motocross, skateboarding, surfing, snowboarding, whatever. Um, racing. I like extreme sports, um, and just really relaxing sports. I find surfing relaxing and skateboarding. And snowboarding relaxing. So <clears throat> been rewatching Bennett's War, uh, because um I like motocross and I think it's a very heartfelt film. Um and undrafted. I watched that again because I love baseball movies. Uh and it's very they're very good and very fun. <laughs> I love I love finding new baseball movies to watch and new indie baseball movies because those are the best movies. Like an indie baseball movie, oh, it's always good. It's always usually like if it's not like a spiritual one, um, <laughs> those get those are hit or miss. Um, it it all depends on like a lot of aspects <laughs> when it comes to those. Um, it can be very hit or miss. Uh, but yeah, like like an indie baseball movie is very uh, it's very cool. It's very awesome. So I was rewatching Undrafted, and that's really fun. Um, so recommendations speaking of things that stuff uh recommendations of the week uh every week for you those of you who don't know every week uh, as we wind down the show uh i like to recommend something me and uh possibly the guest uh, uh or whoever's on bralio definitely he uh he always recommends really cool stuff um and then if I have a guest, they, you know, they'll recommend stuff as well. Uh, so we just like to recommend things for you guys to check out that you might enjoy because we enjoy it. So recommendations of this week, songs. Um, this always gets tricky for me because I always forget exactly what I'm going to say to you when, uh, when, when I'm, when I'm about to say it, uh, I've, I've already told you to check out a lot of things that i actually listen to um but if you haven't heard this um you can either go listen to corpus christi by billy joe armstrong lead singer of green day uh which is a really cool interesting little project that he did while he was at home um over the last few months or you can go listen to uh here comes the end uh by gerard way which is featuring judith hill it's a single that he put out um since he's been home over the last few months. Uh, and then for a show recommendation, uh, I would suggest going to watch Spider-Man Unlimited on the Disney Plus. That is what I would recommend. Or watch uh, Young Justice. There you go. Those are those are two recommendations right there. Um, yeah, so that's, that's it for the show this week. Um, as I stated earlier in the show, you can find me on Twitter at Morganell Brooks on the Instagram at Morganell underscore Brooks on the Twitch at Hidden Time Lord on the TikTok at Hidden Time Lord on the YouTube at Hidden Time Lord. That's H I D D E N T I M E L O R D Hidden Time Lord. Boom. Um, you can find my music stuff there wherever you know stuff it's it's coming out um and i'll put a little little doodad at the end of this episode uh that you can hear the uh the song um again and you can like you know listen to it and be like hey i like that or be like oh that was pretty good um yeah uh don't forget to leave five stars little, little five star review ski um and then write something cool or whatever um for this episode for the show uh give it five stars rate it Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your enemies, share it with anyone that you meet, just anybody, or I'll find you. I'll find you and I'll do it myself um, because that's what we do in this community. No, we don't. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> just share it. Just share it around because uh, that's really cool and it helps me uh, grow the channel or grow the show. Oh, gosh. Been doing YouTube too long. 
uh, it helps me grow the show and it pushes us higher in the rankings, which means I can make more content for you around the internet for you to listen to. Um, and then you can, uh, enjoy and be part of the community and more people can be part of the community and grow the community. Um, and that makes it more fun for us to be here. Right. Um, you can send, uh, send the show mail, uh, fan mail questions, whatever you want to send it, you can send it to the email, the show email, renpodnetwork at gmail.com, R-E-N-P-O-D-N-E-T-W-O-R-K at gmail.com. Yeah, so I've always uh, enjoyed you guys listening, and this is no exception. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do for me. Uh, I appreciate that you share this. I appreciate that you listen to this, and I appreciate that you're just here uh, as part of this community. Um, so without further ado, uh, to finish off this episode, here is, um, the, a bit, the beginning of, of being, I don't know, like a few seconds of, of the song that I made of my new, of my new single, uh, Jester's Mask. Enjoy. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 